Hello, and welcome to the Grassroots Podcast, hosted by Green Industry Pros, where we dive into the root of the trends, business strategies, products, and personalities in the green industry. Vermeer Corporation has faced a couple of years of adversity. In 2018, their Pella, Iowa facility was struck by a tornado, which impacted production levels for several months. Celebrating a return to full capacity and more in 2019, the company was looking ahead to 2020 as being a banner year, until COVID-19. While deemed an essential business, the company has had to make the appropriate decisions for the health of its employees the past few months. In this episode, Green Industry Pros editor Ryan Wisner talks with Doug Hunt, Vermeer's president of Industrial Solutions, on how the company continues to weather adversity through the COVID-19 pandemic. Let's drop in on Ryan and Doug now. The reason I brought you on today was uh, really to talk about uh, the uh, the COVID-19 uh, situation and just how Vermeer is kind of adjusting to that. And part of what prompted my thought to uh, reach out to you was uh, I had uh, I was aware e- even in my sh- in, in my time uh, being with Green Industry Pros, I, I learned of uh, what happened with Vermeer just a couple years ago with the tornado and and how you had to deal with that. And then you come into this situation. And it just got me thinking of, well, wow, you're you're having to make yet another adjustment just a couple years later. Um, so I figured it was an opportunity just to kind of talk about uh, how Vermeer uh, has really had to adjust, uh, make some adjustments, and deal with some adversity just in the past few years. Yeah, for sure, Ryan. It's it's a great question. You know, we talk a lot about that here, and and we have gone through a lot of adversity the last couple of years. And and frankly, you, you wind the clock even further back from that. You know, a lot of the the management team that's here today went through the one.com bus. Of course, all of us went through the two, 2009 global financial crisis. But you know, 2018, we had a tornado hit our campus and took out 40% of our production. And uh, so we had to figure out how to recover and we were able to do that in 30 days. But, and now, now the pandemic, but I think out of that, you know, what we've certainly learned is, is, you know, each crisis, you, you try to take best practices, what you learn, how you can apply it going forward. We've done that. I think we definitely have a, a culture here of resiliency. Um, you know, our people know how to adapt. Our people are, um, are, are, are there's a strong culture uh, to make sure we continue to, to serve our, our customers and our dealers and do everything we can. So in, in some ways you could say, yeah, perhaps we're battle hardened. And uh, that certainly is helping us now that we're in this pandemic. And uh, but when we came into this, this one, what we, we clearly said is there's really two things we want to do. We want to make sure our people are safe and protect our people. We protect our people. And secondly, we want to make sure we're serving our customers. So those two overriding goals are what continue to drive our decision making. Well, and so so with this pandemic is uh, one of the first things is when did you uh, when, when did Vermeer kind of start uh, start the process of kind of making some adjustments to it as, as, cause it was kind of a slow roll, even as it started to really rise up in, in the, in, in the States here. And, and uh, so when did you start uh, taking any action? Yeah, well, actually, you know, Vermeer is a global company and sure. we have a plant in, in Tianjin, China that serves China and some developing markets that doesn't serve the U.S. It just serves that part of the world. So we actually had a bit of a first look there because that plant 
uh, would, was required to be shut down uh, due to safety protocols in China from February till about that first week of March. So we were already dealing with it on that side of the world. We were very fortunate that our team members there did a fantastic job. We didn't have any cases within, within uh, the Vermeer team member or their families, but uh, they started to open back up in mid-March. So as that was kind of phasing back up, we were starting to see it hit the United States. So what we did, frankly, is we, you know, we had some lessons we learned, uh, what we had to do there that we applied here, um, both in you know, keeping the, our people you know, social, appropriately, you know, social distance, cleaning of the plants, you know, protocols around how you separate. We, we had a lot of team members working from home that could, and those are the same principles we're applying here. Yeah, if you look at our Pella operations, for example, we've got about 850 people that are now working from home that were okay. working on our campus six weeks ago. Um, in our plants, we've staggered our shifts. So we don't have the, the uh, first shift and the second shift or the second shift and the third shift overlapping. Um, we are trying to social distance in our plants the best we can. And of course, we're doing just a, 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 a really aggressive amount of, of cleaning. Um, but we've also put response teams in place, uh, both uh, around the world and, and you know, twice a week, the response team, uh, we're getting on a WebEx with all of our entities to making sure that we're following best practices, uh, we're implementing any new best practices that may happen, and we're doing everything we can to communicate and keep our team members safe. So, so far, we've been very fortunate. We've been able to continue to operate. Uh, we are deemed an essential business, so it's important that we continue to operate and we've been able to do that and, and still keep our team members safe. Has there been any issue in terms of just uh, the overall supply chain as far as getting materials? So the plant, you know, so you have uh, things at the plant to continue? Uh, we, we are managing that very closely so far. We've not seen any major disruptions, but you know, our philosophy is we want our supply chain to be as close to our manufacturing facilities as possible. So for the case of, for example, our U S manufacturing, you know, most of our supply chain is in the U S and our long-term suppliers. So we're able to maintain that same be it for our plant in Europe, same be it for our plant in China, those supply chains are pretty much local. So we've, we've been fortunate that we've not had any major disruptions. Uh, but I would say that our procurement team, though, is working very, very hard to maintain that. They're communicating well with our suppliers. If there is a shutdown of a plant, they're trying to make sure we have the appropriate inventory in, in place so we can continue to build. So there's some really good work going on to, to be proactive around that as well. Sure. Sure. So you mentioned uh, you, you mentioned uh, sites in Europe. So have those uh, have any of those had to uh, shut down at all? Or uh, we have. I would say it's very similar to what we've experienced here in the United States. You know, okay. we have people working outside of the plant uh, who can work from home. Uh, the people that are working in our operations there, we're taking the same safety protocols. Um, you know, and in Europe, it's been a bit more by country. You know, Italy obviously was hit harder than some other countries. So they're just having to play that out and, and certainly abide by the country rules that are in place throughout Europe. You know, very similar to the United States. Each state has different protocols in place, and we've just got to make sure we're, we're abiding by those protocols. Oh, absolutely. For sure. So, okay. And I, I, uh, I have a uh, seen some things uh, in addition to the safety adjustments and stuff. I, I know prior to uh, the pandemic, uh, Vermeer had recently uh, 
uh, come out with a kind of an in-house uh, communication app that uh, had just been started to be used. And, and uh, from what I understand, the pandemic has kind of increased use of it. Yeah, for sure. You know, again, that was really born out of um, the 2018 tornado. And okay. our communications team, um, one of the first things they said is we have got to find a better way to be able to instantly and frequently communicate with our team members. So the idea of the app was born. It was out of the comms group. And uh, thankfully, we launched that about 60 days ago. So it was starting to already play out. But as soon as the pandemic hit, you know, the amount of subscribers went almost to 100% of all the team members. <laughs> And so it's a great tool. So every day, all of our team members on their phone can get updates on what's happening, any changes we're making, any decisions we have to make. Um, Jason Andringa, our CEO, is giving weekly updates to team members. And of course, that, that, that communication can go around the globe. So it's been invaluable. Um, hats off to our communications team for being proactive and, and making that happen. And frankly, I look at it every day. And, uh, you know, we know what's going on, but just to know how our team members are receiving, it, receiving information is, is really, really important. Sure. Well, and that's, that, that is interesting that that does go back to the tornado then. And that's just, that's, that's just another continuation of, of that resiliency that you talked about earlier. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, our, our, our culture is really strong and continuous improvement. So when we see opportunities like that, you know, we do tend to jump on them and, and, and go ahead and do it and not wait for the next thing because those tools are, you know, again, are proving out to be invaluable. You know, another area I just point out, and I'm sure a lot of companies are in the same place, but we have put a major investment around, you know, WebEx communications, you know, digital communications and that kind of thing without really thinking about a global pandemic. But frankly, having those tools in place um, has been, again, invaluable because we're able to stay in constant contact with our dealers. Uh, we're able to stay in, in really strong contact with our corporate accounts, our end customers, our dealers are using those same tools. You know, they've adopted the, the, the mantra that they want to um, absolutely continue to serve their customers, but do it with as minimal contact as possible. And uh, they're, they're using the same digital tools, and, uh, but they're also adapting their business. You know, our customers, our retail customers or our dealers customers are moving to more online ordering and communications. Sure. So they're adapting to that. But at the end of the day, it all falls back to the two main priorities for us right now, and that is keeping our people safe and continue to serve our customers. So they're really, really proud how Vermeer and how the Vermeer dealers have adapted into that and, and continue to, 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 do, to do business. So, so has, has the dealer network for, for uh, Vermeer, uh, have they, for the most part across the states, been able to, uh, been considered essential? I mean, and they're still operating in some capacity, even if it's more on an online basis? Yeah, yeah. Since Vermeer itself is deemed essential, our dealers also fall under that protocol. So, okay. so yes, they're able to continue to operate. But at the same time, they also have to abide by the state, you know, by state protocols that are in place. So it sure. doesn't look the same, the exact same for all dealers. But I think, you know, they are all running. They're all figuring out how to continue to serve their customers. Um, but, you know, in some cases, let's take, for example, road service. You know, that's really important for our customers that, that, that continue to work. If they have a machine that's down, you know, our dealers have actually amped up their ability to serve them in the, in the road. 
or from the field. So to do a field service call, for example, but they're doing it with new protocols, right? They're making sure there's social distancing in place. There's making sure that the machine is cleaned, that there's the appropriate cleaning afterwards. So, you know, that's kind of the new, but the essential service is important and remains. Sure. Absolutely. Well, that's okay. Well, good. Um, and another, another aspect of this whole thing is, um, I know uh, Vermeer got into a partnership with uh, another company to get involved in making some of the face shields for the, uh, for the medical workers and such. And just, uh, can you talk a little bit about that and how that partnership came together? Yeah, that was, um, that was really kind of fun because, you know, the, the local hospital um, here put out a call for more um, PPE materials and uh, Vermeer has uh, multiple 3D printers. And this really came through a social media request. So we were able to join a local organization that's, that's kind of coming together. So, you know, the local manufacturers, even, even individuals who own 3D printers are making these face shields. So we were proud to be part of that. So we turned our full capacity of 3D printing onto that. Um, I think that that need now has been satisfied. There's been over a thousand face shields delivered to the local hospital. And um, now some of that capacity is actually going to some other regional hospitals that need that. So, you know, I know a lot of companies are doing that, but that certainly falls right into the culture of doing whatever we can to help others. Um, Yeah. And I think another kind of interesting point, and, and this wasn't by design, but it actually turned out to be quite, quite helpful is when we had the experience in China early on, they were able to source PPE materials for their needs. So things like masks, gloves, um, cleaning supplies. And once we needed those same supplies here, we were actually able to turn those same sources on to fill the needs here in Pella. And then we'd be able to actually help support the state of Iowa with some of their needs as well. So again, you know, it's not, we're all in this together. You know, Vermeer is certainly willing to do whatever our part is to support not only our needs, but needs of others. Sure, absolutely, for sure. So just as you've, as uh, Vermeer has gone through this and, and uh, you know, had to make those adjustments for the safety of, of uh, both the, the employees and, and, you know, even down to the end users and, and such, um, has there been, I mean, you talked about how, as far as the supply chain, that's, that's been going okay. So, I mean, uh, has there been an impact in terms of, uh, sales wise and that, and uh, on that end of things? Yeah, there's definitely been an overall impact. And if you look at our business, we're quite diversified. So if you kind of think in broad market drivers, the products that actually are closer to doing like pipeline type work you're you're connected to the the, the volatility of the price of oil. Those have been the most impacted. On the flip side, we have, uh, you know, product lines that do utility work for developing things such as 5G communications. That is going extremely well. This continues to do, you know, they continue to do that type of work. So our products such as our directional drills and so forth, those are quite strong. And then our products that serve the utility line, maintenance. So think of our brush chippers that are doing, you know, our customers that are doing utility overhead line maintenance and clearing that continues to go well because that is an also an essential service. And then we have some products that are in the middle that are more driven by consumer spending 
landscape products, things like that. They continue to do pretty well, but we are seeing a bit of softening there as, as some of the, the landscape customers' backlogs are coming down. So we'll continue to watch that. Uh, we'll continue to stay engaged with our dealers and customers to see what their needs are. But we've also built in over a 20-year, you know, 20 year plus history of lean manufacturing uh, development and work. We've developed a lot of flexibility in our production as well. So we'll definitely, you know, turn it on as the market demands more product. And if, if some product lines soften, we're able to maintain, you know, that appropriate level of, of, of production. But if you put it all together, we've seen some softening, but I think, you know, deemed an essential business, we, we also believe we're going to continue to see some strength in a lot of those core markets. So, over, so overall, it sounds like there's a pretty good outlook for Vermeer just as, as this, uh, hopefully, uh, in, in the sooner than later, this uh, pandemic will start to uh, soften itself even. And, and, uh, but it, looks, it sounds like Vermeer will come out of it pretty strongly still. Yeah, we, we fully expect to come out of this strongly. You know, again, overall, we're definitely seeing an impact to the business. So it's not what it was, you know, sure. six to eight weeks ago. But, you know, Vermeer's history, we're a 72-year-old company, um, you know, financially strong. We have a credible uh, dealer network. So I think for the industry, for our customers, you absolutely expect Vermeer to come out of this stronger than ever. And, you know, frankly, we'll continue to invest. You know, we'll continue to invest in product development. We'll continue to invest in appropriate technology investments. We'll continue to, to do what we need to do to serve our customers. And I think that's really the, the, the you know, the promise that we have to the industry and to our customers is, is continue to expect those things and, and continue to expect us to support you and our customers in a very meaningful way so you can continue to be support or successful in your businesses. So, Absolutely. And how have the, how have your I mean you you did focus early on uh, as far as uh, the significance of uh, the safety of your employees and such I mean have have uh, they uh, really taken to the to 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 the safety precautions and and engaged with that and I mean like you said a significant number are are already working from home just to to be able to uh, help maintain that social distance and safety. Yeah, you know, I it's back to I think a lot of resiliency we have within our team members. Um, I have just been so impressed how they've adapted. You know, literally take the, the people who moved off campus. We made that decision. We started to move people out the next day. Within another day or two, they were fully functioning and back to work. And we saw a little decrease in productivity. In fact, um, what we're actually seeing, people working from home, we're seeing actually being more productive because a lot of times it's quieter, they can focus and they're just getting, really getting their work done. Uh, we just did a survey uh, of those team members to see if there's anything we're missing and they continue to be very positive and, and robust. And then again, in the plants, I, I would say they've adapted very well, you know, to the new protocols. And, um, but a lot of that comes back to communications. You know, we've learned mm -hmm. we just have to be really, really strong and consistent on how we communicate, when we communicate to make sure we are informing our people as best we can. But yeah, overall, extremely proud of how our team members respond and, and how they're continuing to, to do their work through this, this pandemic. Well, very good. I, I uh, really appreciate you coming on today. Is there uh, any uh, final thoughts you want to offer just on uh, how Vermeer is doing and just uh, in general uh, adjusting to this, uh, to the pandemic? Uh, you know, I, I 
just first of all, I'm thankful for the time. Appreciate to being able to have a conversation with you. And I guess my final messages would be that, uh, yeah, Vermeer continues to be strong. Vermeer will continue to do everything we can to serve the industry and serve our customers. Uh, we'll certainly learn to continue to adapt. You know, there's other things that we need to do, but um, you know, we will all come out of this, right? You know, it's hard and we're all in the midst of it now, but there is another side of this. There'll be a point where we do come on the back side of it and uh, we'll, we'll all go back to work. So we look forward to that day and uh, we just hope that you know, everybody is just safe and well during this time. Well, that's it for today. Thank you to Doug Hunt of Vermeer Corporation for taking the time to talk with us. Tune in every Thursday for another Fresh Cut episode of the Grassroots Podcast by Green Industry Pros and make sure to subscribe and share. Until next time.